Good morning, everyone. My name is Vicky van der Vat. Today, I will be doing a podcast about sustainability in the Medical Institute or in hospitals. We also have a very special guest that works in a hospital in Cape Town. She studied at the University of Pretoria and is a well-known paediatrician. Today, she is going to be telling us a little bit about sustainabilities in hospitals and in the environment. Welcome, Dr. Van der Vat. Thank you, Vicky. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much for coming. Hospitals are a big part of a person's life, and with the world changing today, they need to change too. People have become more aware of the environment and how we need to change our daily ways of living. Hospitals have started looking at this too. So could I ask you a few questions? Please go ahead, Vicky. How are hospitals making a positive change towards the environment? Hospitals have realised that to remain relevant in this day and age of limited and scarce resources, they need to start conserving them by minimising wastage. Some of the hospital groups have already implemented the ISO 1411 Environmental Management System, which aims to conserve their resources. So what is the ISO? ISO stands for International Organisation for Standardisation. In our situation, it's the environmental management that gets standardised. That's really interesting. I read that there are three big wastage problems, water, energy and waste. Could you tell me more about this and how they're wasted? Oh, this is a lengthy answer, but let's start. Water. Without a continuous water supply, a hospital actually cannot control its infection rate or run the day-to-day operations like flushing toilets, washing, cleaning theatres, etc. With the recent drought in the Western Cape, the usage of water had to be critically revisited. If we look at the energy, we all know that in South Africa, we had huge issues recently providing uninterrupted electricity supply. A hospital can just not afford running without air conditioning for 24-7 or interrupted energy supply. And we know that ESCOM is really in financial troubles. So we need to find an alternative resource of electricity, which is cost-effective and an energy-saving initiative. If we look at waste, hospitals generate huge amounts of waste. Waste that not, cannot always be reused. So there's the reusable and the non-reusable waste. Our landfills are currently filling up at a huge pace. We all know that the problem the world faces, for example, with plastic. And then there is the nutrient waste that needs to be looked at. Wow, this is really interesting. What are the management of hospitals doing to try to prevent water, energy and rubbish waste? I think the most important aspect is awareness and education of the employees. We have to have systems in place that are not followed. Uh, if we have systems in place that are not followed, it's actually just a waste of time. Looking at water, many hospitals have sunk their own boreholes in the last few years. They also use grey and black water systems. MediClinic, for example, one of the hospital groups I work in, participates in water disclosure projects and has set water targets for its hospitals, trying to reduce the amount of water used per bed per day by more than 
if we look at energy, air conditioning plants are being modernized and solar panels are also being installed to reduce the energy costs and carbon emissions. If we then look at waste, this is a tricky one, yet an exciting dilemma. General waste, waste gets re recycled as far as possible. That will include your glass vials, your drip bags, which is made of PVC, and paper. Then, at the Mediclinic, the total waste recycled in 2016 was a whole 1,420 tons. Wow. Which is really an increase of 44% from 2015, when they only recycled 590 tons. They are also looking at the possibility of sending food waste to a new industry called nutrient recycling. Listen to this. They actually use fly larvae. And fly, fly larvae are a very sustainable source of natural protein and are used in animal feeding industries. Wow, this is so interesting. So hospitals are really trying to make a difference in the environment. Would it be a good idea for the Medical Institute to go completely plastic free in every way or in only some ways? Of course, it would be first prize to go entirely plastic free. The limiting factor, however, is cost. As I already mentioned earlier, the second best thing is to try and recycle as much of the PVC as possible in the medical field. Oh, that's so interesting. So you send them to Oasis and places like that. Have there been any problems with trying to make a sustainable practice policy? I don't think so, Vicky. I've experienced only the opposite in my working environment. People are becoming more aware of the desperate state our resources are at. And everyone is really trying to embrace a change and create mindfulness regarding water and energy management. Wow, that's fantastic. So the last question I have for you today, and probably one of the most important, are there any sustainable hospitals in Cape Town or hospitals that are trying to proceed into the status of sustainability? I can only speak on behalf of the two hospital groups I work in. There has definitely been a strong move and daily emphasis on sustainability by protecting and respecting the resources um, we have and to provide a safe service to our patients. Thank you so much for coming and answering a few of my questions about sustainability in hospitals. Vicky, it was really a big pleasure to be on your show and it, I hope this gave you a little bit more insight in what we are doing in hospitals. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast all about sustainability in the hospital or in the medical institute. Well, that's a wrap. See you next time.